other poets who've written about Athens. Right, right. September Woods. Right, that would have been. Glory of gold and russet and grey, the treetops okay. old glow in the day. And one by one the dry leaves fall, and the autumn sun smiles on them all. Where all is still, the rabbits play, and pheasants fill each woodland way. And one by one the dry leaves fall, while the autumn sun smiles on them all. This is the Ruin Made podcast. Myth, dreams, uh, mysticism, legend-ish. Can we do this first? Oh, we can do Because I'm trying to do two things at once here. That's the one I think I like. Yeah, that one's lovely. That one's really nice. It was called yeah. um, Expressionist Flower Something. And the it woman is. flung herself around all over the place in the pictures. I didn't do the flinging myself around bit. <laughs> <laughs> you could do the flowers separately, you see. Um, then you did a, a collage effect. Oh, so like what the they'll make this oh, this insect. Wish I was creative. Really yeah, so do I. Doesn't I like work. the ship. I like the ship. Yeah, I like the ship. I like the ship. It always it always yeah. makes it makes me feel a bit seasick actually. No, I like it. It's good. Shall I take a picture of one of these for the Yeah, take a picture sleeve. of one for the cup. Would, okay, would, would the autumn one be appropriate, do you think? Or um, the dragon. Or the dragon, yeah, or the dragon. Wait a minute. I'll leave it to Penny Ann, she can decide I'll take a picture now. And then we can just post it on the. Uh... Oops, I'm losing the. My just so you know, we've been recording for nearly two minutes now. Okay. You happy with the dragon? Um. Uh, no, he's upside down. Put him up. Oh, it doesn't matter. I can. It's funny how the dragon keeps rearing its head, isn't it? Yes. And I'm very fond of felt tips and crayons. Because everybody can get access to felt tips and crayons. Okay, there we are. Okay. Um, right. right. It's called Puff. I thought that was such a silly name for it. <laughs> Puff the Bush. <laughs> People in the art group wanted to call it St George, which I thought no, was quite too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely Puff. Are you still recording? I am. Right, okay. So let, 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 me put the, let me put this con- peculiar construction away. Art is in the imperfection. Yeah. Well, I, I think the belt yeah. and the purple bag is quite nice, actually. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm Oh, sorry, Sonia. Sonia. It's okay. <laughs> and this is called Mermaid Song. Right. It is in dreams the mermaids sing his desires from the sea. Where all are bound in sublimity, or where the mermaids dance in harmonising synchronicity. Their soft, loamy voices sing in unison, ebbing and flowing in hypnotic rhythm, as they call to him from deep within the depths of their heart. As their foam eyes glisten, his emptiness fills with the scent of the sea, and as they weave their seaweed love into the fabric of his soul, Lust courses through his salt-filled veins as a watery fire illuminates the darkness below. And underneath the starfish sky they lead him by the hand to their ocean's bed, where death submerged waits to make him whole. The end. (laughs) I love it. That's that's one she made up. 
Oh, that's right, lovely. It is lovely, but I just commented, watch it, there's a WASP. Um, I commented that she's obviously put the man as the mermaid, and it's usually no, the women. No, the woman's... The, oh, the woman's the mermaid. The mermaids are the female, right, and they and lure him in oh, look, it very easily oh, because right, he's so a weak man. that's why I got man. it right, because I... Oh, right, I, I was the other way around. I thought you'd got him as a merman, but of course no, you said mermaid. mermaid. Yeah. yeah. Okay, any comments on mermaids? I love mermaids. No, I'm sorry, I was too busy scavenging in my bags. I'll recover now, and I'll sit down, and then I'll get organised. Shall I do my next? Or has anybody got any other observations mermaids? They're strange creatures, I think. They are. I don't know yeah. where they... Where do, do you know where they started, the myth about No, them? but I know... Maybe someone did it to give women power because we lack the power and we aren't that powerful. Yeah, but it cuts yeah. off their sexual bits, doesn't it? So you wouldn't think it was... It does, it was... actually, and yet they always lure the men, yes, don't they? Yes, yes. Without much success, when you think of their tails. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a largely male crew who like, live on water and don't see anybody else. You know, after a while, it's going to get a bit clucky. We're going to be looking at fish going. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe it came from that. You know. Well, I didn't know, but the legends go back such a long way because I know in Cornwall, and I know that's the sea place, isn't it? But of course, there's there's um on that carved bench end. Can't even remember where it is. In a church somewhere, mermaid right of Zena. There's a mermaid of Zena. That's right. Yeah, she's holding her mirror. I think Michael. Ah, Michael. Michael Mapergo wrote a book about right, it. Right, right. I didn't know that. Yes. Right, okay. Well, a children's book. Children's yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Book. A mermaid of Zena. We still going. So we are. That's a battery. We've run out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All good. Oh, it's right, under okay, there, is well, it? Um, I'm going to read um, a poem by St John of the Cross. Now, I presume you all know about St John of the Cross and his poetry, no. his verses. Tell you us. don't know? Do you, I thought some of you famous for myst, famous mystic, but the, his poems, poetry sounds like... Anyway, um, they might not know in South America, so you better... The, the poetry <laughs> would, would be appropriate for a man to a woman or vice versa, but actually the love that he speaks about is actually the love of, of Christ, the love of God. So, but Good they're timing. very, um, yeah, can't hear me. <laughs> they're very, um, well, I'll read it. I'll read one and then, um, okay. Right, this is called The Living Flame of Love. O living flame of love, that burning dost assail my inmost soul with tenderness untold, since thou dost freely move, designed to consume the veil which sunders this sweet converse that we hold. O burn that serious never, O wound of deep delight, O gentle hand, O love of love supernal, that quickness life forever. Puttest all my foes to flight, and slaying changes death to life eternal. And O ye lamps of fire, in whose resplendent light the deepest caverns where the senses meet, ere steeped in darkest dire, blaze with new glories bright, and to the loved one give both light and heat. How tender is the love that wakens in my breast, when thou alone and secretly art there, whispering of things above, most glorious and most blessed. How delicate the love thou makest me bear. Oh. Very Coleridge-like. 
Mm. Yes, it is. But he yeah. was a misty, you know, he was a misty. Yeah, so it's, it's trans the, these poems are translated from the Spanish and Catalan. Well, who knows, Coleridge so. might well have got used it as a source. Yeah, he might have, yes. done, he might have done, actually. Because yes. he was a very yes. well-read, yeah. well-educated man, Coleridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah I mean, that kind of way, um, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, some... But of course, in the Song of Songs in the Bible, that's very, you know, that's written in a way as if it sounds it's as if it's to a lover, but in fact it's not. It's talking about divine love. Songs of Solomon. Songs of Solomon. Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. which are absolutely beautiful. Oh, they are. Absolutely it's, it's only recent history though that it sings about love all the time. Every single song is about. But uh, you know, go back to like folk, and even that's like about you know saucepans. Stuff, you know, yeah, but they're not in love with their sources, are they? It was a wonderful song I was listening to last night on a podcast, and it was about it was called uh, The Road Through the Wood, and it was about the road through the wood that wasn't there anymore. Oh, that's right. Well, that's no, no, a famous oh, one. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a really right. beautiful song. Oh, what, what's his name who wrote it? I, I can't remember now. Tune. It's a famous poet. Gets in all the anthologies. Ah, okay. The Road from the Wood. Oh, yes. I, I, I may try and Google yes. that. Yes, yeah. I may as well. Right. And there's turning and it's the one not taken. Yeah, it was just a wonderful joke. It's yes. it it nice to hear yes. songs like that. It's that yes. about stuff. Do you want Penny and to start? Or doing another one? Or do you want me to? Or... I'm happy, I can or? read do one while we're waiting if we want. What do you want to do? I'll read one out and then right. I'll pass it on to Penny. The White Line by Peter Payak a white line divides the road, like a border between sanity and madness. I drive on the left side and chuckle to those who come in the opposite direction. Insane bastards. I like that one. Yes, I do too. Yes. Good. Yes. Well, no, as well. Thank you very much. Yeah, David was working on that. This one's Paul, uh, by Peter uh, Payak. At one point, the universe came into being. The casualty is still a mystery. We can surmise a number of possible scenarios. A child could have kicked a, num a can a number of times, say ten in a row without missing. But on the eleventh try, she misses and falls down, and at that moment galaxies are born. A, a book could have been opened and then shut abruptly. Conceivably, the reader was offended by a sentence, and it was perceived to be insulting to the intelligence, or maybe... He was disappointed. In a phrase, a word, a punctuation mark. Hello, hello, hello my friend. Hello, mate, you right? yeah, I'm just going to finish reading this poem. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. In any case, the book was shut abruptly, and for that moment, the cosmic dust from which the stars aggregate materialised. Or perhaps an older woman could have shed a tear for a long dead friend. And then the tear could have fallen into an infinite abyss, picking up not only speed but potential for being, and grew to possess all the matter of eternity and time of infinity. I am not convinced which of these actions, if any, was the cause for the, uh, for the reification of reality. Conversely, one day reality might just as suddenly flash out of existence. 
A possible impetus for this might simply be reading the last line of a poem, this poem. Is this a... Do I go on from you? Yeah, yeah. This poem is about um, women who do needlework and they get so ignored and they make all the vestments which the men wear in church. And it thought, uh, was a, I decided it was going to be the chief image for an HTV series they did on Welsh poets. Because I wanted women to be doing the sewing and sitting round the table on television for once to be recognised instead of swept under the carpet, you know, all the yeah, work, like, all, they do all the yeah, work. Like they do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are investments yeah, yeah, yeah. up there in the Bishop's it's Palace. It's a regular thing. It's yeah. just, it yeah. is, on a, on a Monday this time, regularly. Well, we Because I love reading. Sorry? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. We've got Wait, a new maid. Is this, uh, no, 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 this is Rory. Oh, yeah. Rory. Rory. Yeah. Yeah. I know Son. She lives up my road. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. This is Go the land it. of counterpane. In the land of... It's one of my own. In the land of counterpane, the needlewomen are powerful princesses. They do not sleep for years waiting or kiss the nearest frog, hoping they have other, more important things to do. In the land of counterpane, the needlewomen never sew alone. They weave their fairy tales in slip and feather stitch, in satin, silk, cotton, linen, wool. Goldilocks breaks in with all her friends. A gang of riding hoods fight off the walls. Cinderella's into ripping off Prince Charm. Miss Muffet plans to raid a chain of counting houses with her spider on a tuffet and Jills are scheming gleefully as they tumble laughing down the hill. In the land of counterpane, the needlewomen are indeed powerful princesses. They are used to frogs, wolves, spiders, buckets, bears, slippers, beasts and trumped up princes. They have stitched them all up. And I got my way on the television as well. <laughs> oh, yes. We had everybody round the tables um, sewing. <laughs> Making a quilt together. And weaving the spells. Yes, that's right. Dubious spells. All right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is going to read next? Is your friend going to read next? Rory, the floor's yours. Yeah, I'll go for it. Okay. Like, um, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he, he's only, he was trying to take a walk, peaceful walk know. by the moat. This, this isn't John the Divine, so Oh yeah, yeah, the speaker's hidden under a scarf for some reason. Yeah, it's a technical ability of this whole production. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's quite a long one.
Oh, okay. He that love, loves truly is warmed at a twofold fire. First at the fire of God's favours, surpassingly great, sweet med meditations that give him the grace to aspire. Next at the flame where humility makes him to wait. Holy contrition and grief are his lowly estate. These are the braziers that kindle the lover's desire. In the shade of a giant tree sat the lover all alone. Men passed like the surging sea, and some said wonderingly, Why bist thou here alone? The lover made reply, To my heart's true love I had flown, but now that the world is nigh, I have no more strength to fly, now indeed I am alone. In the lover's hostry the beloved made his home, the steward came to see why the lover made him free as a guest by favour come. Said the lover, Nevermore do thou dare such fault to find, my beloved paid his score, when the pains of death he bore for myself and all mankind. O ye that love and go in search of fire, come light your lanterns at my heart's desire. Would ye have water, would ye drown your fears, come to my eyes whence issue streams of tears. Food for your growing love would ye provide, Feed on my thoughts and be ye satisfied. Wow. Yeah. Lovely, that's really Thanks, good. Rory. That's really good. Thank you, Rory. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way that Brazier came out like Bradley. Yeah. Bradley, did it? I didn't understand. Okay, I think it's Juliet. Yeah. 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 Do you want to do another one? Um, I only brought one. Right, I'm going to head into town to get my meds back. Um, um, I don't want to stay for a bit. Hang on, that'll well, be on your record. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read um, a verse that was written by a friend of mine um, from New Zealand, and she actually wrote this. Uh, well, I, I actually she gave it to me many, many years ago. Um, obviously. Had some, well, some it's kind of published horrible. in... No, no, it's just written oh, okay. in the back of the book. Okay. Um, can't even remember what her surname was, but uh, her Christian name was Liz. Men are strange. Happiness for them is not possession, but desire. <laughs> when they no longer have a woman to desire, boredom comes and sits on their lap. They find a woman who makes them happy, then groan because the head that is wet with their kisses leans too heavily on their arm. You made us, you men, but you don't know how to complete the miracle. You stamp on fields fertilised by your desire, while the women you have loved die of thirst, looking at the dryness of your eyes. Oh, wow. yeah. that's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. powerful, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She made that up. She made that up, yeah. yeah it's, it's really so true. Poem. It is, very good, yes. Yeah. And it works technically. I know yeah, it sounds yes, not yes, snotty, but, yes, but no, it, does. it does work it does. as a good poem yeah. as well as the sentiment yeah, behind that's it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've got, uh, well, to <laughs> I don't know why we've got to continue with the theme. It comes <laughs> of doing teaching for several years, I think. Um, I've got um, The Woman Who Knits, 
continue with the crafts. Yeah, <laughs> since since I've got my yeah, portfolio. That's, that's <laughs> what women were, were good at. Well, yes. It? You know, traditionally it was craft, but yeah. it wasn't just craft, craft. And it then was I got weaving of spells. Then I've got chairs, one completely you? different about uh, oh, Boris. When shall we three meet again? Anyway, and I got one about Boris during lockdown having an hallucination, just as a complete contrast. He's never touched anything. If you don't know about knitting, TBL means through the back loop of a stitch. Okay. The woman who knits. The, women, the woman who knits is dangerous. He didn't realise that. He understood the obvious motion of needles clacking into some kind of eternity. The intensity of fingers dedicated to secret and intricate patterns com combined with the blank look at telly. He recognised the refusal to communicate in anything but platitudes. He knew some of the signs. For instance, he knew the tendency to start counting when a difficult question arose. The changing of colours suddenly at the punchline of his latest joke. Muttering like some witch's chant. Deep pink to scarlet red, dark blue to indigo. And halfway up the sleeve, he knew a family row would bring the shout, Knit, Pearl and TBL. Yarn forward, two together, loop, decrease, and cast off three on each alternate row. But that night he stayed out too late and came in drunk. The stitches tightened, the tension changed. He thought she was just knitting. And when, as was his usual way, he turned his back, he did not hear her yell, Join arm and neckband seams, cast off, don't press. And next day the jumper made, she's gone. Yeah. And I got the yeah. Boris yeah. one. <laughs> one has to keep up to date. <laughs> and it's a, a tribute to the, the stubbornness of the over 70s during lockdown who continued to ignore all the regulations and, and still went out walking the dogs and complaining loudly about not being allowed to do voluntary and work. Friends round to their house for uh, oh, yes, yes, even worse. <laughs> the next move. It's when Boris got put himself in a hospital. Right. Okay, yeah. Boris is not well, bless him. Hallucinating again. He thinks he has covered them all with his rules. Locked in for their own good, of course. He's not against a bit of liberty in normal circumstances. But no, a lock-in is for everybody. After all, he is in charge. He is king. But there they are. A veritable army who have escaped, deaf to his instructions, in more ways than one. And who are they? Little old ladies with dogs. He sees them in capitals. They are all dressed in purple, spry as springtime. And it's not as though they clutter up the beaches, the honey spots. Oh no, they're striding along the footpaths and byways, tagging dogs who can't keep up climbing remote hills, marching across fields in valleys no one's heard of. Damn them! Boris is aggrieved at his lack of absolute authority. Bless him. He plans his next move. <laughs>
Oh, here we have an old. Hello. All dogs are scavengers, aren't they? This one is too. She loves the moat because of all the people sitting around eating her lunch. I can't bring my Johan here because he doesn't like other dogs. Oh dear. Where are you? Glastonbury? No, in Wells. Oh, you are in Wells? He's a German shepherd. Where are you in Wells? Churchill Road East. Oh, you're near me. I'm in Bedford Road. Oh, are you? Should we say this? I don't know. We're telling each other where we live. We don't know where we ought to stay. I live here. That's my house. Okay. Rory? all are gone. Speak to me the time of day as I blow your seeds away. If at one breath they are flown, I need never hurry home. But if any seeds remain, I must to my home again. Dandelion, yellow head, tell me when I shall be wed. Country clock without a chime, when shall be my wedding time? Dandelion, tell me fair, how many children I shall bear? Or tell me true, as moon or sun, if there shall be never a one. Dandelion, flowering clear, through the seasons of the year. Teach me simple, teach me slow, all these things that I must know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's Charles Causley. Yeah. He, wrote a, he wrote a lot for, for children. Um, but, but we've all kind of blown dandelion seeds off, you know, yes. made a wish. Yeah, haven't we? Right. Yeah. Fun things for persistence, aren't they? Yeah, you got flea darts throwing, as well. I used to love those. Um, what, throwing sort of your left shoulder yes, with your yeah, spillet. Yeah, that's right. I still yeah. do that. Mind you, I don't walk under ladders either. No, I don't. No, no that's in case I'm a fool. I'm on top of me, doesn't it? <laughs> it does feel... It was a holy trinity, wasn't it? The, the, the ladder against the building oh, is a triangle, so if you walk yes. through it, you break up the trinity. Right, I didn't hear that. I wonder what it was. Perhaps right. I made it up. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple. <laughs> Perhaps you got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagination and dementia might be a different thing. Yes. <laughs> okay, this is a fantasy by Sarah Teasdale. Yeah. Her voice is like clear water that drips upon a stone. In forests far and silent, where quiet plays alone. Her thoughts are like the lotus, a bloom by sacred streams, beneath the temple arches where quiet sits and dreams. Her kisses are the roses that glow while dusk is deep. In Persian garden closes where quiet falls asleep. Oh, I like that one. Who was that? Uh, Sarah Teasdale. Oh, yeah, Sarah Teasdale. And I've got a quote from Ian M. Banks, who I really like. Uh, and he goes, The trouble with writing fiction is that it has to make sense, whereas real life doesn't. I don't get that. No, I didn't get that. Oh, I did. I liked it. I mean. That makes sense to me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
It depends what you mean by sense. Well, I think what he's oh. saying is that uh, this in writing and fantasy is more sense than there is in real life. Well, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, real life yes. feels yeah. really random, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Whereas a novelist, you have to organise things. Yeah. Yeah. Or as a poet, you have to organise yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, he does that quite well. Yeah. Is it just poetry? It's, 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 it's poetry and reading. Yeah. Yeah. Things that you find poetic yeah. or... We usually set a kind of theme to make it sound as though it makes sense. Yeah, um, but it never does. And uh, it was... We did children's literature for a while and then we did... Um, this is Dreams and Fantasy, which covers almost anything. Shall I read from the pocket? Oh, sorry. Is that... Yeah, 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 I don't think, yes, yeah, I, yeah, yes, I, yes, yeah, I know that one, yeah. yeah. Right, well, uh, this, yeah. so this is from The Prophet, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. This is from The Prophet, and perhaps Sonia can read some after I've done it, so this is one of the most brilliant books ever, I think. Yeah, they say so. Carlil Gapran was yeah. um, Lebanese, what would you describe, he was a bit of a prophet himself, wasn't well, he? Well, he was, was yes. Um, what would you say about him, Sonia, because you know... You know, I used to be into him as a teenager. Yeah, so that's where it started. Yeah, and I can't, I haven't sort of read anything. I used to reread it. I, yeah. His, yeah, yeah, because I, I can't, I've got I haven't really there. read no. any for absolutely years and years. Yeah. And well, interestingly enough, this book, The Prophet, actually, so the lady that wrote that poem I read previously, this had been in a, in a house that she, or a flat that she'd been living in, um, in Australia, in New Zealand, and, um, She'd gone out and, and the flat had caught fire and got literally got burnt out. And the only thing that survived from it was this book. Prophet. I remember that story. Yeah, and she actually yeah. gave the book to me, so, uh, but, you know, in later years. So, anyway, so this is the prophet speaking. And he said to himself, Shall the day of parting be the day of gathering? And shall it be that my eve was in truth my dawn? And what shall I give unto him who has left his plough in mid-furrow, or to him who has stopped the wheel of the winepress? Shall my heart become a tree heavy laden with fruit, that I may gather and give unto them? And shall my desires flow like a fountain, that I may fill their cups? Am I a harp, that the hand of the mighty may touch me, or a flute, that his breath may pass through me? A seeker of silences am I, and what treasure have I found in silences that I may dispense with confidence? If this is my day of harvest, in what fields have I sowed the seed, and in what unremembered seasons? If this indeed be the hour in which I lift up my lantern, it is not my flame that shall burn therein. Empty and dark shall I raise my lantern, and the guardian of the night shall fill it with oil, and shall light it also. These things he said in words, but much in his heart remained unsaid, for he himself could not speak his deeper secret. So Sonia continues that same. It's nice to have different voices, isn't it? I know I have that problem. And when he entered into the city, all the people came to meet him, and they were crying out to him as with one voice. And the elders of the city stood forth and said, Go not yet away from us. A noontide have you been in our twilight, and your youth has given us dreams to dream. No stranger are you among us, nor a guest, but our son and our dearly beloved. 
Suffer not yet our eyes to hunger for your face. And the priests and the priestesses said unto him, Let not the waves of the sea separate us now, and the years you have spent in our midst become a memory. You have walked among us as a you have walked among us a spirit, and your shadow has been a light upon our faces. Much have we loved you, but speechless was our love, and with veils has it been veiled. Yet now it cries aloud unto you, and would stand revealed before you. And ever has it been that love knows not its own depth until the hour of separation. <laughs> I believe it. You, lovely. you haven't read it, but you can remember it from before, can you? But yeah, it, it is very difficult to read something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's all right if you know this, so yes, I mean, yes. You, 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 yes. Know, you know, I find something in it, there's so much in it, but I yes. find something in it. So, are we back to Penny, or do you want to do this? I do want to, Go on. Do you want, do you, has anybody? I'm there's this wonderful poem, and I can't. I knew some of it by heart, and I'm just trying to think. If I, you must know who I mean. Um, awake for morning in the bowl of night yes. has oh, flung oh, the, the stars. Oh, the rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam, and I've yeah. actually got that at yeah. the book at home. Yes, yeah. 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 wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 And that that's another yeah. Middle East. The one that's flung the stars up. Yeah. Stone yeah. that puts the stars. There's another Charles Causley here. Okay. It's about a man who wears a cat on his head. Yeah. And this isn't, isn't like so far... Hmm? Like <laughs> yes. But, yeah, quite. Uh, but there is a lady who comes into the British Palace on a Saturday who brings in her cat in a perspex oh, yes. rucksack. Lyra. Lyra, yeah. yeah. So this isn't so yeah. far yeah. out, it's isn't like it? It's the yeah. one who keeps... It keeps getting into children's yeah. anthologies, that one. Knockety yeah. Ned. There once was a man... There once was a man called Knockety Ned who wore his cat on top of his head. Upstairs, downstairs, the whole world knew wherever he went, the cat went too. He wore it at work, he wore it at play, he wore it to town on market day. For fear it should rain or the snowflakes fly, he carried a brolly to keep it dry. He never did fret nor fume because he always knew just where it was. And when <coughs> one said Ned, in my bed I lie, there's no better nightcap money can buy. There's no better bonnet to be found, said Knockety Ned. The world around and furthermore was there ever a hat as scared a mouse or scared a rat. Did you ever, did ever you hear of a tale like that as Knockety Ned's and the tale of his cat? And for some reason, the, the, the little kids love that one. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. 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 I love and they, that. Yeah, I like they, they probably go around putting cats on yeah, their heads, the but the poor yeah, parents are going mad. <laughs> um, this is a, a, a secret life of a, a lady just called Dancing Woman. And I've also got a short one about... Uh, trip for disabled people we did and it uh, goes up the Bridgewater Canal. It's the only boat that will take people in wheelchairs. It kind of fulfilled their dreams. Yes. This is Dancing Woman. By day I go to work and cook and shop and sew and mop. Say the proper thing in the proper place with a pretty smiling face. Have three children and a spouse. A keep fit class, two library tickets and a mortgage on the house.
but late at night and out of sight, I throw my clothes away and dance. I am a, at night I am a clever witch, a scheming bitch, a Madonna sick of sainthood, a mother tired of being so good, a princess who will not go to sleep, a widow who declares she will not weep, a schoolgirl who says she will not be a wife, an independent woman with her own exciting life. At night I might be anyone. At night and out of sight I throw my clothes away, discard my children and my spouse, my keep fit class, my library tickets and the mortgage on the house, and dance. Quite by luck or chance, no one has guessed the secret I confess to you. Yet walking down the streets, hair neat, makeup discreet, I sometimes tap the paving stone, skip between the cracks, unwittingly betray the fact at night and out of sight I throw my clothes away and dance. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Right. Oh, so that was... I can relate to that. Yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so was that, was that the greatest compliment. Just time when you just you actually did do that. Yeah, you did yeah. those things. All right, okay. Um, or was that just in right. your imagination yeah, you did them? Yeah. It was a no, conglomeration no. of things, I think. Yeah, it, but yeah. it was, yeah, it was partly me, and yeah, partly the women yeah. and my friends who were living around me. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. you do kind of. I mean, nowadays, if you wanted to update it, you'd probably throw the computer out as well, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw, throw the Hoover through the window. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw Henry through the window. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, when, when a friend of mine, when her, her husband said to her, because they were well off, said to her that he was going to get rid of the cleaner or something like that, or something like that, and she actually picked up the Hoover and threw it through the window. Yeah. Which her. is a yeah, powerful image yes, and a, yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, because, you know, why didn't people do Well, yes, yes exactly. Anyway. And um, Henry's very heavy, actually, to cart around. You the Henry. Well, they now make Henry, they now make Henrietta as well. Yeah, they do. Yes. Very well, well, they do a few, don't they? Yes, Basil they do. Basil my favourite, always like the company of Basil. So what was that? Sorry? Uh, a, a vacuum cleaner. A vacuum cleaner? Was it yeah. one of those round ones? Yeah, one of those with smiley faces. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, they all have smiley faces. Yeah, it's disgusting, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basil's red and black, uh, similar to Henry. Yeah. I love um, my Henry. I've had it for years. Yeah, yeah so they scary. are very stable yeah. and very thorough, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. When it yeah. breaks, but I'll get another one. I think yes, I think so. Better than a Dyson. I think yes. Basil died uh, in about 2003, so they stopped making especially it. With, especially with dog hairs. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. my dog is quite a thick head. Yes. dog, and it's like tum he molts all the time. Yeah, it's this like one. this one does. And although she looks short-haired, she's the amount of fur that comes out of her. Mm. The other one was um, just perfect, spelt P-E-R-F-I-K, <laughs> and it was a, a, a Peggotty Tom was a boat that went up the Bridgewater Taunton Canal, and I worked with a group of um, disabled people in Somerton. I worked with them for about eight years, multiple disabilities. But this was the one boat that provided a boat trip and took care of them and allowed wheelchairs on. And I remember there was a, um, a, a little uh, lady who couldn't do anything for herself at all. 
And as we came into back to Bridgewater, the captain said, um, I've left the prettiest till last. And I thought, what a lovely yeah. thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> Just right. Yeah. Oh, Peggotty Tom, which is the name of the boat. Oh, Peggotty Tom, where are you from? A magic world where water swirls in dancing reeds and small ducks feed, bobbing and weaving, sliding and cleaving. Lil lilies and flags, yellow as sun, tagged by the lilt of the water. Swing bridges where to falter would be lost, and all for the cost of an afternoon barge and a minimal charge for boat and anchor crisps. As the lovely day slips and the sun's so warm, the day's so fine, the day's so perfectly yours, so perfectly mine. Oh, Peggotty Tom, where are you from? Oh, Peggotty Tom, where have you gone? That's really lovely. That's really so clever. And one of the... Martin, who was in the group, he was Down syndrome, he was so proud when my late husband and me took him into the boat and anchor and bought him half a lager. Oh, so right. he yes. felt really yes. made yes. it then. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. It's a brief all the floor's yours. Uh, but but you want to read that poem. I can do it definitely at the end by adding it to the end if you really want to. Okay, well, it's only, it's only two lines. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you finish, when you finish. Do you want to read any more? I won't read them. There you are, Rory. Is it me? Is it? Yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, Julia. I'm cutting across. And then I'll do this. I'm the new member, so I get to read all again. Okay, cool. I'm not going to demand you It's a good um, bush about there. So you're all going for coffee, are you? Yes, we go to the palace. Oh, okay, right, right. We go up markets, go to the palace. Yeah, we need yeah. to live. Yeah, yeah that is. We make that place for good. Lure, I, I work there, you see. I do. <laughs> well, I volunteer there. Okay, all right. Okay, so it's called I Won't Go Home. I won't go home by the churchyard, I know I'm sure to see, wicked willy waters waiting there for me. When there's never a light up in the sky, and the dark spreads like the sea, and the tawny owl goes wicky wick in the dusky conker tree. I know that willy waters, wrapped up in a big white sheet, is lying in wait by the churchyard gate at the end of St Thomas's Street. He's fixed his face with whitewash, his thumbs and fingers too, and he'll shriek and he'll squall and he'll jump the wall and cry woo hoo hoo. I won't mind ghosts or goblins or demons large or small, they only live in storybooks and they're just not real at all. And I know it's Willie Waters wrapped up in his silly sheet, but why does he make my hair stand up and my heart to skip a beat? I won't go home by the churchyard, I know I'm sure to see wicked Willie Waters waiting there for me. And Saint, wasn't St. Thomas the doubter? Yes, he was, oh, the yes. doubting Thomas, yes. yes. So yes. I think that's, yeah, that's very appropriate. appropriate. Yes. I shall never walk past that graveyard again <laughs> without <laughs> shuddering. <laughs> but he doesn't believe in any of it anyway. No, no, that's right. No. Okay, um, I'm just going to finish with three lines from, yeah. again from my friend Liz. Okay, um, 
Run not from shadows, but let your path be illuminated by the shining light of knowledge.